Welcome to episode 103 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Will and Deal West. We got joint sourcing stories this week. Yeah, we did it together. It's been a long time. We had the, the Mexican lunch. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since we've... It has been a while. I've, I've gone with you <clears throat> right. recently, but not like together. Right. with you in the truck, and we haven't done the whole thing together, and we always stop and get lunch together. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that in a while, so we got to do it, which was awesome, and... uh what I also thought was really cool, we did it a little, I don't, not really that much different. We just left a right. little bit earlier. Yeah, maybe like 10 minutes early. But we got, the, I don't know if it just wasn't that busy, mm-hmm. but we got the lowest number ticket we've ever gotten. Yeah, I think we were, I was 20. You were 23. Yeah. I was 22. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of resellers out and about, so that was good. Uh, and we got there early enough that we could get our tickets, get out of line. Right. And we went and checked out this awful little garage sale <laughs> yeah. bar and place that's open every Friday. Broke my water bottle. Yeah, you did break your water bottle. I don't know. Did you find a replacement? I ordered one. Okay, there you go. This is bottle number three. <laughs> Having bad luck with water bottles. You carried bottles around every single day. You know, <laughs> yeah. the same bottle. So this is bound to happen. Yeah, right eventually. That was just, that one was like Dust. two weeks old. Oh, it wasn't that old? No. Oh, okay. It looked the same as your other one, so I just assumed. Yeah, I just get the same one every time. Okay. Well... Anyhow, yeah, that was good. Uh, it was nice to be able to leave. Right. Because normally we stand in line for a good hour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's fine, but you're a little bored. Right. So we hopped in the truck, went and hit a, like I said, that little junk shop, mm-hmm. which was terrible. And then went to the gas station, got him some water because his water bottle broke. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, it was just kind of nice to get back and mm-hmm. stand in line for 15 minutes. So right. that was cool. No, that's that's, there's just like... It's hard to say for sure, but it's usually around 8 a.m. He hands out the first round of numbers. So if you're there by by that time, then you can get out of line and go hit the road. Mm-hmm. But if you're there any later, you got to wait till the next time is random. Usually yeah. it's 8.30, 8.45. Mm-hmm. So you got to be there the whole time. So we'll try to continue that strategy. That worked <laughs> yeah. really well. Yep, that was a good one. The weird thing, though, is we got out of line expecting to go hit some garage sales because there's always signs at the corner for garage sales yeah nothing this, that it weekend. was absolutely nothing and that's why we went to the junk shop right that colton had never been to i've been there once mm. and i was tell i even told him on the way there i was like it's not very good <laughs> but you know why not yeah check something it out. to do <clears throat> and uh, there was there was a we there mm. but it had a price who knows if it was the actual price tag or not, but it said $50. Yeah, all the stuff there was weirdly priced, mm-hmm. and you weren't sure what was the right. real price. Uh, it was, I don't know. It was time killer is mm-hmm. all it was. But well, I don't know if you heard him talking. He said they're moving. I did hear that. Yeah. So he was talking to those ladies. I don't, I didn't, he said somewhere they were going. I really didn't care to pay that yeah. much attention, <laughs> though. I'm like, yeah, take your junk and go down the road. I'm and- just thinking he's got the best spot, though. You would think. I right. mean, maybe the new place is like air conditioned or something. Yeah. This was a open barn with some fans going, so maybe it's just a nicer spot. Right. I don't think it's going to help. No, no, because <laughs> for for those that have not been to Lagrange, it's literally like around the corner from this thrift store, and the thrift store is on a dead end road. So unless you're coming from the opposite direction, you have to pass this guy's shop to get mm-hmm. to the thrift store. So free advertisement. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people probably stop there, especially their first time. Right. You know, going out there and, you know, maybe they buy something, maybe they Mm -hmm. don't, but you're probably getting a lot of traffic that way. Right. Is what it is. Maybe he's got one on the highway now or something. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? 
But all in all, good trip. Lagrange was good. And mm-hmm. This was kind of mind blowing to me because our, our th- 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 I can't even talk. I'm tired. <laughs> the thrift store we always hit always good. Right. And then from there we hit another thrift store in another town. And then from there we go to another town and hit another thrift store and a Goodwill. And lately, Bastrop, the last stop of the day, the bits the thrift store there hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. And the Goodwills everywhere have been awful. Right. But this trip. Everything ended up being really yeah, good. It was incredible. So, yeah, it was a great trip. I I can't remember other than this past weekend the last time I actually bought something at Goodwill. I couldn't tell you. Every time I've gone, I can't find anything. Right. The prices are stupid. But this time, it just happened to be pretty good. My find this week is from Goodwill. One of mine's is too. It's incredible. I could have put two from there. Yeah. But I, I picked one because I wanted to throw something else in. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Share the love. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So we had talked about, or I guess Lori sent us a group text message, our Aunt Lori, about a rummage sale in Copeland on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I had planned, I knew knew it was going to be rough, because we went thrifting Friday morning, I had a show Friday evening, Mm -hmm. then I had a show in Houston Saturday evening. But I had planned, get up, go on Saturday, take a nap, head to Houston. Okay. Didn't make it. Okay. I was wondering <laughs> if you made it or not. Did mom make it? Nope. Nobody nah, made it. Nobody. Jenna even talked about going mm-hmm. and she didn't go either. No, she sent a text to the group <clears throat> about probably one o'clock in the afternoon asking when it closed. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, she's going out there. But she said a friend had asked about it or something. Yeah. Uh, Julian wanted to go uh, out okay. there. But I don't, I don't think he even went. So. No, I didn't know our show on Friday didn't start till nine. We didn't play till... 10 minutes till 1 a.m. Ooh, we. Yeah. yeah. A long night. So I didn't get home till 3.30. Had to leave for Houston by 4. Yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm good. Just need some rest. <laughs> yep. Uh, one of the uh, highlights of me and Colton's uh, trip, we stopped at a garage sale after a thrift store mm-hmm. in Smithfield. Right. And the only reason I say it's a highlight is because you, on the previous podcast, had mentioned Oh, these FF, these vintage FFA jackets are, <laughs> yeah. they're great. It was one of your sales. Uh-huh. And we stop, we get out, and Colton's looking at the tables. I'm over at the clothes mm-hmm. as we kind of normally do. And I was like, Colton. And I held one up. <laughs> it was same, you know, it was from Schulenberg, yeah. uh-huh. but it was a vintage corduroy FFA jacket. How, what, how, what was the condition on it? Was it? It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And it also had two FFA pins Ooh. on it. So I upped the price a little hey, bit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, that, I mean, I don't know. I pay like 250 for it. Yeah. I didn't put it in my fines. I could have, but we just had one on there. Right. Yeah. But I put it for 125 bucks. We'll see. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. You're also forgetting that we stopped at another garage sale. Uh, in Lincoln? No, in Smithville. I'm blanking on that one. <laughs> we did. It was terrible. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah it was resellers. Mm-hmm. The, that wasn't a garage sale. It, we walked up. And first of all, walking up, I could tell it wasn't going to be good just mm-hmm. because they didn't have much. Right. A lot of trinkets. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the trinkets and each item, I bet you there's at least 100 items, has a printout of either an eBay listing or an Etsy listing Yeah, of the price that it sells for on there. And it's marked like $5 less mm-hmm. than what the price is on eBay or Etsy. I've been to garage sales like that. And I wonder if it's maybe the same place. Because oh, I remember yeah. going to one or two that had like the papers out with the listings right. and stuff and i'm like this is a garage sale though people ain't <laughs> yeah. gonna pay ebay price no and the thing is, is they're not sold comps either that's the thing <laughs> nobody nobody gets the sold comps there's a couple sets of books in lagrange right now that they have 
that they have the eBay. Uh, <laughs> It'd be like sheet. a set of encyclopedias from the 40s or something. Yeah. And they got an eBay listing paper showing $1,400 or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it ain't sold. Right, right. That's, nobody's going to pay that. No. That's nuts. No. And their price is cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. But still. Wait, yeah, theirs is usually way cheaper than the eBay listing. But still, they're, when they're looking at a listing for $1,400, that probably sells for four, and they're selling it for three or four. Yeah. It's not going to work out. Nah. But, oh, well. Yeah. It's a good indicator to know to just turn around and walk away from a garage sale. Oh, definitely, definitely. You don't... You don't want to pay. You want to pay garage sale prices at right. a garage sale. That's yeah. I mean, then why I go? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm. I like you know dollars, two dollars, yeah, stuff like that. I would like to go to one and ask them how much success they have though. I mean, there was nobody there when we got there, right? And it didn't look like a empty spaces on no, the tables not at, at all. all either. So I'm. I don't imagine very good. I w- yeah, I'm just wonder wondering <clears throat> if. It could be that we just showed up to the first one they ever did. I doubt it. But they yeah. seem like they were when they when when you give up, <laughs> when you realize that that tactic's not going to work. I don't know, and maybe we're missing something. Maybe they do well yeah. sometimes. You know, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. You know who didn't do very well? Who? My Cowboys. Oh really? Oh my goodness! Did you I watch the game? No, I haven't been paying attention at all this. Year. I think they're the only team, NFL team, last week. Uh huh. They didn't score a single touchdown. Really? And Dak Prescott got hurt. He broke his thumb. I did hear about that. It was a miserable evening for me watching (laughs) this game. Now, the Longhorns lost as well. Uh Uh-huh. But. But. They played the Alabama Crimson Tide, Mm -hmm. number one team in the country. Right. And lost by one point. Wow. With a backup quarterback. Really? The the starting quarterback, Quinn Ewers, got hurt in like first or second quarter. Mm -hmm. Strained his shoulder. And so they put the backup quarterback in. He is on a he gets hit, hurts his leg or foot. So he's on a bum foot the whole rest of the game. Right. He still only lost by one point. That's incredible. Yeah. All so right. uh it was a loss. Right. But um I don't know how you say it. it's a win somehow or another. Mm-hmm. Uh motivation. Right. You right. Know, it's it, we're on the up and up, I think. That's hopefully. Sounds, yeah. You never know. But. Yeah. Sometimes it's a fluke. But We'll cross our fingers. We'll cross our fingers. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, pretty much all I did this weekend was we went Friday. Uh, Friday evening, I had the show in Austin at a club we had never played before mm-hmm. called Chess Club. And it is, I'm telling you, maybe the size of that room. Really? It's tiny. Wow. It is tiny. How many people were there? Uh, I'm going to say maybe like 75, and it was packed. In this type of room? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was nuts. I bet it was hot. It was, so they have the, the venue, and then there's like a patio out back, and that's where you set up merch. So I stayed in my corner the entire time until it was time to play. Yeah. And it's one of those situations where like they don't have room for gear, so all the bands share gear. Okay. So... It was kind of nice that like I didn't really have to set up anything, right? And I got to just sit in the back the entire time. But it was phew, claustrophobic in there. Yeah, I bet. That's, this is a. I mean, the room we used to film the podcast mm-hmm. in is probably. I'm gonna say oh, like, twenty by twenty. Yeah, it's something like that. Small. Yeah, so, it's a tiny. tiny I can't imagine room. fitting that many people in that room. Right. No, I mean it's it's 
fun to play because it looks like you're you know oh yeah you can sell out the venue easy. right <laughs> but it is stressful like we're playing there again this friday and i have to bring my drums uh-huh. and apparently i have to set up on the sidewalk of 7th street uh gross yeah that's gonna be fun mm. and i gotta figure out how to park in the van somewhere near there to where i can take drums and put them in there when i'm done mm-hmm. not get a parking ticket right. or somebody messing with your car mm-hmm. or whatever you know. so we'll see uh, i need uh, security I mean, you're more than welcome. <laughs> I can't pay you nothing, but you're more than welcome. Well, I don't work for free. <laughs> I, you can ask for tips or something. There you go. <laughs> I get you. I got free drinks at the bar. Okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Saturday, I had a show in Houston, and it was in it was in the ghetto. Oh, really? But it was incredible. Yeah, a bunch of people came out. Houston's an interesting city. Houston is very interesting. So I I haven't spent much time in Houston, but our bass player is from Houston. And we were driving down, and he was telling, like pointing out the places that he lived and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like his dad's a doctor, so he's got lots of money, got this huge house, and he's pointing out where it's at. And then like five minutes later, oh we're yeah, at, we're at this venue. You and, can literally and, go from the mansions mm-hmm. to the ghetto, and like yeah, that. You it know? was insane. They'll have a wall between them. That, yeah, <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, it's a intricate. Uh, puzzle yeah it's (laughs) it's meshed together pretty well but gas was cheap really i got gas for 289 a gallon what a deal incredible and just drive down there to get gas come back (laughs) yeah uh i also got at least six mosquito bites and i'm pretty sure poison ivy on the back of my leg okay they had not uh taken very great care of this venue Una Luna, that's your area. You <laughs> <Yeah>. need to <laughs> tell them to shape up. Yeah, tell them to shape up. Down oh, there. speaking of which, Una Luna, your prize package is on the way. Rock and roll. Yeah, our frequent winner. <laughs> yeah, he's cheating somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's doing it. Chad. What we need to do is just we're gonna store up all of his prizes and ship them all at once every once in a while. Just like once every six months. Yeah, yeah. Save some money on shipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I did this week. You know what all I've been doing other than sourcing? Wouldn't work. Bike riding. Bike riding. Jenna's wearing me out <laughs> with these bike rides. <laughs> we went yesterday. We went today we uh-huh. went on this new uh, road out here we've been trying out, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's weird because we went and stoked it out, or staked it out, drove down it and checked it out, trying to figure out, because we at least like to hit 10 miles or whatever. Right. And you would think, like, when you're going... It's it seems like it's uphill. Right. Till you get to the end and then you turn around and it seems like it's uphill. <laughs> All the way back. I'm like, where are the downhills? Right, like how can right. it be uphill both ways? Yeah. I know it's not, but mentally it just when you the downhills aren't very steep. Right. Or maybe they just don't look that way mm-hmm. in my head. But when you see these uphills, you're like, Oh my God. How did that happen? You know. <laughs> but yeah, she's been wearing me out. It's good though. It's been fun. Well, that's like riding out here. I if you go that way, it's well. There's a pretty brutal hill that way, but it's there's there's one. If you go the opposite way, you go straight down a hill. As mm-hmm. soon as you turn out of our driveway, then you go straight up a hill, and then once you get to three seventeen, that's just all hills. Over yeah. There. Oh, there's a that monster yeah. one on three seventeen. Yeah. I've I, ridden that one. I before. rode uh, four miles down and back the other day, and that last hill, I mean, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah. I made it to the top, and I just sat there for probably about five minutes. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, bicycling, what do you call an artist who sculpts an artist with bicycle parts? Who sculpts with bicycle parts? No idea. Psychelangelo. 
<laughs> Where are we? Where are we? There we go. Oh, and I've got one more for you. What you got? What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a bicycle and a poorly dressed man on a unicycle? Well-dressed man. <laughs> I got nothing. A tire. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great one. <laughs> Michael told me a joke at our show the other day that I was supposed to tell on the podcast, but it's gone. You lost it. Yeah, I lost it. You got to write it down. Yeah. I'll Type it in your phone it. or something. I was about to go try and remember it, but I'll just ruin it if I try yeah, to do that. Yeah, you'll sit here for three minutes. We'll have dead air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have it next time. I'll have it queued up next time. Okay. Well, I got a few more things. Um, vintage wolf shirts. Vintage wolf shirts. Haunt me. <laughs> they haunt me. It's okay. almost Halloween. Uh, could I should have thrown in like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, some yeah. sort of Halloween oh. sounds, but... Uh, I don't remember how long ago this was, but it was probably, <clears throat> I would say, somewhere between six months and a year ago. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see these, they're, you know, vintage shirts, and they always have, like, the Native American big prints all over them. And they're kind of, not tie-dye, but, like... Uh, not, not, some of them have, yeah, different... Texture on them? I don't yeah, know what the, the word is. These are all just vintage tees with the big murals, and right. they have, like, an Indian and a big wolf on it. Mm-hmm. The, the one I saw recently just had a big wolf on it, right? Right. Uh, so back, like I said, six months to a year ago, I had two or three of them mm-hmm. at the house. And somebody bought one. They all kind of looked the same. Right. You know? I mean, when you're flipping through 600 shirts trying to find it, <laughs> yeah. you know, you just grab it. Right. So I grabbed one, and I uh, shipped it out. Mm-hmm. This was a while back. And I got a message you know, a couple of days later when they received it, and like, hey, cool shirt, but this isn't the one I ordered. I'm like, oh, man. So they send me a picture, and I'm like, okay, I'll find the one they ordered. Right. I ship it to them. They ship me this one back. Right. Okay. Well, I'll find another one probably two months ago. Uh-huh. I list it, and it sold the other day. Mm-hmm. I ship it out. <laughs> I could have sworn I had the right one, too. Right. And then, because I remember looking at the picture, going and grabbing the shirt, and like, boom, I got it. Mm-hmm. Package it up, ship it out. Couple days later, they messaged me. <clears throat> hey, cool shirt. Wrong shirt though. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. Right. And in my head, I'm like, I swear I shipped the right shirt. Right. I'm thinking this is a scam at this point. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this person really loves wolf shirts. Right. And they buy them from me, and then tell me they got the wrong one and send me a picture of an old one they bought from me. Uh huh. So I'm like, no way. But I messaged him back. I was like, I'll send you the right shirt. Right. And. I'm like, but I'm going to investigate first, right? Yeah. So the shirt that was in the picture, I look it up on my eBay under listings. Right. It's not in there. And I'm like, okay, maybe I am getting scammed, right? Interesting. But I have seen that shirt before. I knew I had it at one point. Right. So then I start going, I go on WorthPoint and trying to look up the shirt that mm-hmm. they're showing me. I can't find it. I'm like, man, what is going on? So I start digging through all my clothes. I find the shirt that they actually ordered. They weren't trying to scam me. I think it's the same exact shirt that I sent a, a year ago to the guy. Okay. And they sent it back to me and right. I never relisted uh-huh. it or something. Yeah. But I just said, I'm going to send you the right shirt. You keep both of them. I don't want <laughs> yeah, it back. I don't want this cursed shirt. Keep it in your house. <laughs> I'm telling you, these vintage wolf shirts <laughs> haunting me. So, you know, the Astros hat that I had for a dud last week or the week before. Yeah. So I get it back. Uh, first of all, I ship it in a box so it doesn't get bent or flattened, and they returned it in an envelope, and it was flattened. No big deal. Pops right back up. We're yeah. good to go. 
Cheap ad anyway. Right. I relist it just super easy. I mean, when I send the refund, it asks me if I want to relist right. it. Sure. I have the hat back. I'll sell it again. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of days go by and I get a message that says this hat is poor quality, just cheap hat with embroidery. Uh, do not purchase. Who's he talking to? I don't know, but it's, <laughs> He's the person, you, it's the person that returned it, right? and I guess they saw it relisted and wanted to warn somebody before uh-huh. they bought it, but he messaged me instead. Yeah, what's that going to do? <laughs> so I, I blocked them from buying on eBay after I got the return, Yeah, but I need to see if I can still message them back to be like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, what's the deal, man? You bought a $10 hat. <laughs> yeah. And we had great pictures. Mm-hmm. Just bought a cheap hat. And I had two. I had a quantity of two. I saw both of them literally on the same day. Mm-hmm. Other person already left a great review. Yeah. I mean, they knew what they were getting. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. I get an email trying to warn me not to buy my own product. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, be nice. Oh, yeah. I w- I'm not going to send it. I know you're not. The reason I'm going to say be nice is because I have, an, I have a little story. <laughs> okay. This happened... Uh, well, it's been going on for a couple of days now. Okay. I had these uh, Green Bay Packers twin, vin- they're vintage Green Bay Packers twin sheets. Mm-hmm. It's a fitted sheet and a flat sheet. Okay. I think it's from like 94, 95, something like that. Right. Uh, listed them <clears throat> probably six weeks ago and they sold the other day. And I get a message from the person that, that purchased them and they say, hey, I purchased these from you, uh, but now it's showing out of stock. Okay. So if you don't have these, I want my money back. And I'm like, well, I only have one set right. of sheets. So if you bought them, then I am out of stock. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to, so I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I have one one set. I'm going to ship them to you. So uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. I get a message from the same person. Right. And says, hey, I bought these for my daughter. Uh-huh. And I thought I was purchasing two sheets, not one. So I think I should get a partial or like 50% refund. (laughs) And at this point, I'm so confused. And I'm thinking, who am I dealing with here, right? Yeah. Uh, So then I'm kind of getting a little angry Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I don't want to ship these out to somebody that's already throwing out all these accusations and questions and stuff. So I messaged her back last night. I'm like, hey... I'm super confused here because on the listing it says a fitted sheet mm-hmm. and a flat sheet. There's a picture of a fitted sheet and right. a flat sheet. And I, I really wanted to be like, you're killing me here. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, I want to ship this to you, but I feel like something's going to happen. Right. Like, I'm going to get ref- uh, you know, a refund sent mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, I don't understand why you're asking for a refund. But I, I worded this really nicely, right, you right. know, really uh, professionally. Yeah. And I was like, the listing literally says what it is, mm-hmm. and it was at this price. And just trying to clear this up before I ship it out, and I want to make sure you know what you're getting. Right. And she messages me back and says, I'm so sorry that message wasn't for you. I bought another one from somebody else, <laughs> and it, it only came with the one sheet. Ah. So this has nothing to do with you. Please send them. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I can't wait to get them. I'm Interesting. Like, awesome. Well, I'm glad I was nice about it because I wanted to be like, look, you know right yeah. what is it? <laughs> so i have a similar story and this is about one of my finds so i'm going to try my best not to, s- to spill the beans on what it is but i was listing it and i got done filling out the whole listing uploading pictures and everything click list 
And every time I click list, I open my pictures folder on my computer and delete the pictures from mm-hmm. the listing that I just listed. So I do I do that, and before I hit delete on those, I always make sure it posted. That way, I don't have to retake pictures or get them off my phone again. Well, it says eBay timed out, like one of the little error messages at the top. Something okay. went wrong on the listing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I refresh the page, list it again. Yeah. Well, it sells instantly, like within <laughs> ten minutes. Okay. So I'm stoked because it's a big sale. Yeah, yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Uh, uh, it was a big sale. So I was like, I don't even have to put this up. I can just pack it now. Yeah. Uh, and then so I'm like sitting there uh, doing a couple more listings and I get a notification that it sold. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I already got a notification for this that it sold. Right. Why am I getting another one? So I look. It sold twice. Uh, oh, you posted it twice. Yeah. So the first time when it timed out, which is the error message eBay gave me. It wasn't like my computer gave it to me. It wasn't the web browser. Right. Gave it I've to had me. that before. It was on eBay's like website. Halfway through a listing yeah. or something, they'll be like, ah, error. Right. So I guess when I refreshed the page and listed it again, it listed again. Okay. <laughs> so I listed it twice and it sold twice. So I'm freaking out. Like it's a $150 sale. Mm-hmm. I have to cancel somebody's order. Yep. Normally people aren't too happy and it sold to the same person. Oh, they, the same person bought two. They thought yeah, they were buying two. Right, okay. right. So I immediately, I don't talk to the, the customer at all because I want to figure out the best way to go about this. I immediately contact eBay customer support, explaining the situation that they do not understand what is going on. <laughs> and they usually don't. Yeah, they're like, you made the sale. Good for you. <clears throat> ship it out. And I'm like, no, I, I made the sale twice. I only have one. And they're like, yeah, so ship it out. And I'm like, there's two sold. I only got one. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> So eventually, uh, they finally understand, and and I'm like, so my only concern is, A, if they leave bad feedback because I have to cancel their order, are y'all going to remove it? Because this is, isn't my fault. It was y'all's website that messed uh-huh. up. They're like, yeah, we'll remove it. B, uh, if you cancel stuff because out of stock inventory, right, then you can get rating. strikes on your account and stuff. So I was like, is that going to happen? They're like, no, we'll record this or whatever. So finally get all that done. Then I messaged the, the buyer, and I'm like, hey, just letting you know there was error on the website worded it super nicely and they're like oh no big deal just cancel it and ship me the other ones so yeah we're Rock all good roll. we're all good moral of the story be nice be nice be nice and don't trust a word them ebay people tell you <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they were not understanding no and I when wish... they tell you like yeah we'll remove it no big deal don't worry about it i've had them tell me things right. and they haven't done I, it, so, so when i don't know if it's the same for you but when i get done with the ebay chat they email me the transcript Oh, nice. the chat. I have never got that. Yeah. Of course, so I don't I, check my email. Well, so. There you go. <laughs> so I save that every time when there's something that they're supposed to do for me. That way, if it don't happen, I can be like, this is... Right. You told you, me. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the days of where you could be on a phone call with them. You can't do that anymore. Well, I've talked to somebody. This has been a little while back. I remember talking about it on here, though, and the guy's like, yeah, we, we were completely on your side, this and that, mm-hmm. and I still lost the case. He's like, I'm going to turn this in. You're going to be good to go. And... Nothing ever happened. I'm like, man, uh, they're so full of it. Mm-hmm. But, I, most of them probably have no idea what they're doing. They're probably some third-party site that eBay uh, hires. Probably. To, probably. To be their customer service. Well, in, but we'll see. Speaking of eBay, uh-huh. in eBay news. In eBay news, ladies and gentlemen. They have teamed up with Pimp My Ride. What? Do you remember that show? Yeah. So I read a news article. <laughs> uh, they have teamed up with Pimp My Ride uk version okay it's on mtv uk uh 
like I think it's on YouTube TV or something. Okay. Not really sure. Right. But uh, you remember that show back in the day? Yeah. Like here it had the exhibit, the rapper exhibit, was on that's it. What I was trying to think of. <clears throat> and they just take people's cars. And It'll be like the worst car in the world. Well, yeah, they ruin them. Yeah. They like fix them up really nice and then add a bunch of weird crap mm-hmm. to them and it just ruins the car. <laughs> yeah. But either way, uh, I just think it was interesting that eBay was teaming up with them. And I right. was like, why? I don't understand. Are they just like a sponsor? Right. But apparently it's kind of going to be like, it's going to highlight how economical and environmentally friendly that pre-owned car parts and accessories ah. You purchase them on eBay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of I a like cool it. concept. We'll see how popular Pimp My Ride UK becomes. I can't imagine it's going to be too crazy. Like things have their moment. Right. Right. I think Pimp My Ride's moment is past, mm-hmm. but you never know. I'll have to see if I can. I'm, I'm not going to be able to find it by the time I have to edit this podcast. Uh, we're on the, the last day before we have to upload. But there's been. A couple times where people have found like Craigslist posts of mm-hmm. the r- r- pimped rides. Oh, really? <laughs> that the people later on sell, and they're just like the worst. They're like falling apart. Yeah, I don't think they did the greatest I don't job. Think so I think it was more just for viewership, mm-hmm. not necessarily the product right. that they were putting out was great. Yeah, but no, nah, I used to watch that. It was time. a fun show. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we I was probably just graduating high school mm-hmm. or maybe even earlier than that when right. it came out. So. It was fun. Yeah. And I was a car guy. I used to have all kind of hot rides. Blast from the pass off. See if there's any episodes on YouTube. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's got to be. Yeah. <clears throat> Incredible. Incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, last thing I got to tell you. What you got? Last week I told you that I'm going to have two weeks in a row at LaGrange. Yeah, I heard. I'm not. <laughs> I turned in. I was supposed, I took off a day for tomorrow. I was supposed to be off tomorrow, uh-huh. which is our thrifting day. Right. And I told the guys last shift. I was like, hey, I don't know who y'all going to be working with next shift. I'm off. And my new lieutenant is like, why would you do that? Right. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we're in the big pay period. We get paid every uh, two weeks, but it's on a cycle where there's mm-hmm. a big paycheck, mm-hmm. a medium paycheck, and a small paycheck right. every two weeks. And it's based on like, because, you know, 24-hour shift, mm-hmm. 48 hours off. Well, sometimes you work three days. Right. Sometimes you work two in that week. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just a bigger check. This right. is the big one. And if I take off, I will lose 14 hours of overtime. Ah. So I turned that one in. Mm-hmm. I took off for next week. So next, next week, week. <laughs> I'll go. And then the week following that, I'll be able to go. Right. So I'll still get to go two weeks in a row. Sounds good to me. Just not this weekend. Right, right, right. And I may need a favor from you if you're going tomorrow. What you got? Oh, it's not that big a deal. Right. I sold some computers to that lady up there. Oh, uh, okay. A friend of mine. Uh-huh. And she messaged me the other day. She's like, do you do you happen to have a keyboard and a mouse? I didn't know I did, but uh-huh. later after I'd sold them, going through some more stuff, I found a keyboard and mouse that matched up to okay. those computers. Uh-huh. I listed it. Right. But then she messaged me the other day. She's like, I bought some Bluetooth stuff thinking it'd work. It doesn't work. I was like, I got a keyboard and a mouse. Mm-hmm. She's got two computers, but she's thinking she could set them up with that okay. and then get something for the other one that matches right. or whatever. But I told her, I was like, I'll be in Smithfield Friday. I'll just bring them to you. So... <laughs> I may need a favor. <laughs> Just drop them off to her. She's, she's cool. That sounds good to me. That's all I got. All right. Well, let's get into some segments. It is time for the... It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. Are you ready for this? I'm ready because I don't know the full... Maurice Francois... 
Gerbaud. No, it's Jabot. Jabot? Yeah. Oh, wow. Those are Jabot jeans. <laughs> I didn't know the full name, but <laughs> Gerbaud is not right. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. <laughs> so I found these at Bits and Pieces yep. in Bastrop for $6. I had never heard of them before. Yeah. yeah the, no these were so flashy, though. Mm-hmm. You had to at least check yeah. them out. Yeah, so I, I looked them up. They have, like, the stripe around the knee with Velcro on it. I was like, that's got to be something. Mm-hmm. Look it up, and uh, apparently, I'm. is this around the time of, like, Jinkos? So I remember Jabos from, like, the mid to late 90s. Okay. And they were hot back then. Really? Yeah, like, their thing was, like, I had one pair in my life. Okay. And it was around that time period. Mm-hmm. I was probably, like, 14 or 15. Right. And I remember the thing with them was like the jeans were always like really deep colored denim. Uh huh. And the stitching was always like really bright. Okay. You know, most of them you don't see the stitching. Right. On Jabot's though, they were always had like bright yellow stitching or gotcha. different stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, well, they mm-hmm. are still worth it. I paid six bucks for them and they are not as good as I thought they were. Mm-hmm. When I was looking up comps at, at bits and pieces, I saw some for like a hundred bucks. Right. They're mostly some for around 50. Okay. These ones actually, I remember looking at them when we were there and they looked like they were a newer. Yeah. They weren't quite as old as right. from back when I remember mm-hmm. them being so big. Yeah. No, like I said, there's some some that go for 100 and even more, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's the, the true vintage. Maybe. But still, still cool find. And it's then, a throwback. Yeah. Especially for me. <laughs> I had no idea. So this is what I was talking about earlier that sold twice. Oh, yeah, the Dymo. Yeah, so I actually, none of my finds are from LaGrange this week. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's a crazy week, y'all. Uh, in, <laughs> insane. So this was in a bag at Goodwill for, I think, ten ninety nine. It had a brother uh, label maker cartridge with it. I guess they thought it went with that for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but it did not. Luckily, it did have some labels in it because it's a weird size. This is a Dymo label writer 450, y'all. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, So plugged it in, tested it, worked perfectly, um, and I already sold it for 150 and the brother label maker thing for eight bucks. (laughs) Hey, that'll work. (laughs) Freebie. Exactly. So $10 into $158. That'll work. I'll take it. Any day, any time. You could have started your own Amazon business with it. Could have, could have (laughs) next time. (laughs) All right, your finds. Okay. Uh, This one kind of blew me away here. This was in bits and pieces as well. Uh huh. uh, The thrift store there in Bastrop. And I think these were four bucks, but these are uh, Fila wind pants, right? Right. And when I saw these, I'm like, these are just Fila wind pants. Right. Uh, but I noticed that they had the tags, and I was mm-hmm. like, ah, it's four bucks. I flipped the tag over, and these are $80 windbreakers. That makes no sense to me. So I'm thinking, I wonder why. Now, what drew me to them is got the checkers, like a checkered right. flag from a race. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on here? So I look them up, or I, I didn't even look them up. I saw the tag, 80 mm-hmm. bucks. When I start listing them, I'm like, what's the deal with these checkers? You right. know? I did not know that Fila had a deal with MotoGP, like oh, the really? motorcycle mm-hmm. race, and they got a, like a deal with Ducati. Really? There's a Fila Ducati bike. What? <clears throat> yeah, I had no idea they were in that. Like back in the day, Fila was like basketball. Right. You know, Grant Hill 
had Fila shoes. Yeah. You know? So I had no idea, but apparently the Fila Moto stuff does really well. I listed them for four bucks, and I listed them for seventy-five. We'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Some windbreakers. New attacks. <laughs> There was a lot of new attack stuff at bits and pieces that day. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff usually. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna make some money. Right. There was one I got a pair of Eddie Bauer <laughs> pants that were new attacks. Eddie Bauer has just fallen off. Oh yeah. That that was real bad. Like I said, everything has its time mm-hmm. and that that's long gone. Right. No, I the I think I paid six bucks for them and they only sell for like fifteen dollars. Brand do they, new. Do they still do uh stuff with Ford? Remember Eddie Bauer? Yeah, I'm pretty like sure. Eddie Bauer edition. I'm pretty sure they do. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. I ain't bought a new car in a while. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Next up. Next up. Uh, this one here is a vintage Brooks leather sportswear motorcycle jacket. Um, it These were made in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Shout out to Nanny Meg Resale and our buddy Detroit Dean. Absolutely. And I pulled up a little history on this company because I was curious and I thought maybe, uh, you know, a couple of our Detroit listeners might be interested. Let's hear it, ladies and gentlemen. It is <laughs> history time with Wheel and Deal West. I didn't even bring my glasses. <laughs> so the company was founded in 1959. Uh, they were a subcontractor for a company that had been around a long time that was called Buco, Joseph Buglesian company, but they call it Buco for short, I guess. Anyway, uh, so it's founded in 59 and they were in Detroit and they started making this thing called the 511 Road Warrior jacket. Okay. Um, they still make that jacket to this day. Really? I didn't know the company was still around. Mm. Uh, this jacket, I think, is probably 80s. Okay. I'm not sure. Seven, late 70s or 80s. But uh, My anyhow. My voice is going out today for some reason. You need to drink some of this Gatorade. I got my my limeade over here. It's not working. <laughs> but anyway, the guy who founded it, his sons, ended up taking over the company. And uh, they started um, making jackets for Harley Davidson. Now, their jackets didn't, on the tag, it wouldn't say Brooks, but they were making the jackets. Oh, okay. And rebrand, Harley would rebrand them. Right. Uh, Penton, I've never heard of that. Chrysler Corporation called a viper jacket they were making viper for them the detroit web red wings hockey team they were making really? jackets for them dang yeah and the american quarter horse association <laughs> so i don't know kind of crazy but uh they did that for a long time they started making stuff for dirt bike riders uh and then a, it says something about here they helped define iconic american leather images from the movie easy rider to captain america really They're still rocking and rolling dang. man dang Still rocking and rolling. Uh, the company was eventually sold to somebody else, and it's no longer in Detroit. Okay, it is now in Brockton, Massachusetts. And like I said, they're still rocking and rolling. So Dang, there's your history lesson on the Brooks Leather uh, Sportswear. Uh, I already changed my sound effects. Dang. It's all good. <laughs> I paid twelve ninety nine for this jacket. It's a hundred dollar jacket. So incredible. That's yeah, that's your history lesson for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And now. It is time for the When you buy real low But you sell real high It's the sound of the week This is a Fitbit Flex 2 Alright That little thing right there it Goes into the it's like, band It's like that big It's got four lights on it And that's it How big is that big? For the audio uh, I'm gonna an say <laughs> Yeah it's about an inch tall And about a quarter of an inch wide Okay 
little thing. <laughs> We've been getting Fitbits left and right at garage sales and stuff. And they've all been like mm, 15 to $30. And I'm talking ones with screens on them that like tell you your heart rate and stuff, mm-hmm. show you your text messages. This one has no screen. Yeah. The smallest one sells for 50 bucks. Right on. What'd I don't understand. $3. I mean, maybe because it's more low profile, people like Yeah, it, I guess so. Know? What does it tell you? Uh, so I'm assuming it's all through the app on your phone. Uh, I'm guessing this just like if you want to leave your phone somewhere, you just wear this. Right. So it's not telling you any info no. there, but it's transferring the info from your watch right. to another device. Yeah. So okay. I'm guessing it tracks like how far you ran, what your heart rate was while you ran. Okay. Etc. Kind of cool. Uh, but I found this in Lagrange. It was just in a little bag. Nobody knew what it was because mm-hmm. it's just a little black square. <laughs> yeah. And I paid three bucks for it. Listed it, sold within like 30 minutes. Very cool. Tested it. I tested it. It worked perfectly. Did you go for a run? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it connected to my phone and it told me I had a heartbeat. So okay. Good deal. It was good enough for me. And then this is a Sailor Mars Sailor Moon doll. Okay. <laughs> you remember the estate sale in Giddings that I kept talking about? Yeah, yeah. This came from there. I got like three or four of these for... I. At most a dollar a piece. All right. I think like 25 cents. It's like an anime kind of yeah. Barbie looking thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a late 90s, early 2000s when was when Sailor Moon was. Uh, this is the second to last one. I had four of them. Two of them already sold. This one sold for $60 plus shipping. Not on bad. Top. 25 cents. Dang dolls. And the 60 bucks. That'll work. <laughs> These are big though. They're like probably uh, okay. a foot and a half tall. Bigger than a Barbie. Right. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. All right, your <clears throat> sales. All right. Well, a lot of football, you know, but it <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Football yeah. season just started. Uh-huh. Um, this one here is a vintage Monday night football Budweiser slash Bud Light uh, promotional T-shirt. It's from 97, and it's got the uh, chameleons on the oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. I Do you remember that commercial? Chame- yeah. So I was trying to remember before I came over, I was like, what did the chameleons do? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. I remember the chameleons. can't remember what the deal was with right. them. So I looked it up. Now, it pulled up a video of the frog commercial, and I was like, I definitely remember the frogs. I don't know if I remember the it's frogs. It's like out in the swamp. There's like a shack in the back, and or maybe like a shack bar kind of thing. Uh-huh. And the video's on the frogs in the pond, and they're like, bud. I remember, yeah, okay. Wiser, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, but that's the frogs. Right. Where did the chameleons come in? And I found it. And as soon as I saw it, I remembered. Mm -hmm. The chameleons are mad because they auditioned for the Budweiser commercial, but the frogs got it. Ah, And the chameleons can talk. Right. And they're like, eh, this is so messed up. Like, we, our audition was amazing. (laughs) And they're just mad at the frogs, you know? Right, I I would play the commercial, but it just, it's kind of long. But you can look it up on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, that's what this shirt is. Uh, I got this shirt in Lagrange uh, for three bucks at most. Yeah, and uh, just sold for forty-five. All so, right. Yeah, sounds good to me. Not that bad. Perfect time of the year. And Next up. Also, perfect time <laughs> of the year, right? I'm watching the UT Alabama game, and Texas is you know winning at one point. Mm-hmm. They're doing really well. I'm like. Something's going to sell. Absolutely. Something's going to sell today. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, this sold during the game. This is a Nike Colt McCoy 
jersey. It's got the 2010 Rose Bowl patch from the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Who to guess who they played in that game? Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> uh, and actually, Texas fans will tell you uh-huh. that Texas would have won that game mm-hmm. had Colt McCoy not got hurt. Ah. See, we would have won this game right. had Quinn Ewers not got hurt. Mm-hmm. We would have won that game had Colt McCoy not got hurt in that game. We were dominating Alabama mm-hmm. in this national championship game. Colt McCoy goes down, everything, you know, falls apart. Garrett Gilbert comes in. He's a freshman. He don't know what he's doing, you know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this, I I don't know where I picked this up. It was mm-hmm. either Goodwill, when Goodwill prices were good, or right. it was in LaGrange. So somewhere between three and seven bucks I paid for this. It just sold for $40 during the game. And... This game was sad, man. You know what happened after this? We had just gone, we had just won a national championship uh-huh. a couple years before with Vince Young. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy goes down in this one. We lose the game. It was a gut punch to the University of Texas football team. Uh-huh. We haven't had like any first round yeah. picks since then. Yeah. We haven't won a bunch of titles. But Alabama has just run yeah. rampant since Absolutely. then. And the Nick Saban era began and everything. So. They just they're they're dirty. They hurt they hurt our players and then they benefit from it. Uh, get rid of that jersey. Get it out of here. Uh, Colt McCoy was awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh three to seven purchase, sold for forty. All right. It's football season, ladies and gentlemen. Get them <laughs> jerseys listed. Yeah. Anything football, man. It's selling right now. So All right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the What did you do do to you see Terry Poole? Do you see it? I see the bat. Yeah. But is it, you know it just slides in, right? No, it's broken. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's broken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to, well, we were in LaGrange. Mm-hmm. Mom found this. Yeah. She comes up, I find her, and she's like, hey, do you want this? So I, I get it, and Wesley walks up at the same time. I'm like, do you want this? He's like, I already got one. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll get it. friend of mine went to the game, got the stadium giveaway, mm-hmm. Terry Poole bobblehead, and he brought it back to me. Uh, okay. okay. So I have it on my desk. There you go. So he's like, I don't want it. I already have one. I'm like, all right, I'll get it. So they sell for like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, paid five for it. I am listing it, taking mm-hmm. pictures of it. I sit down, start the listing, upload the picture, and I realize while I'm uploading it that the bat is not in his hand. Yeah. Right. But then I pull it out thinking, let me just double check and make sure. And uh-huh. it's, it's broken. Really? Yeah. It looks fine. It's broken. Because my bat is brand new, uh-huh. and it's not attached, uh-huh. and you just slide it in his hand. No, the the top half is, is broken. Oh, uh, okay. You can't see the top half. There. So what happened was when I checked out they stacked a bunch of heavy stuff on top uh, of it okay. i guess i mean i didn't inspect it there so it could have already been broken uh-huh. but i'm assuming that's what happened okay well it's still cool <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're an Astros it was just it's just disappointing yeah <laughs> all right well it happens especially it happens. with bobbleheads they, they a lot of times you find them they're missing the arm the thing is though i feel like i have a spare bat somewhere you from may. one that the hand <laughs> broke. Yeah. So I got to look and see if I can find that bat. Yeah, it might slide right in there. You may never know the difference. We shall see. So that's my dud. $5 and some heartache. Okay. <laughs> this is my dud. This isn't This isn't a huge dud. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked this up at a garage sale me and Colton went to where I found the FFA jacket. Mm-hmm. 
And I saw they had some plush sitting out on the table. I recognize this one. This is Angelica from the Rugrats. I think this it was made by, I don't know, it was Dakin or Dakin, whatever uh, that brand okay, is. Yeah. Uh, I think it's from 96 or 97. Anyway, uh, paid two bucks for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not, not a bad deal. It's got some scuff marks kind of on the plastic face. Mm-hmm. So I look it up and I didn't think it'd be like super expensive. Right. But they sell for like 15 bucks. Mine's not in the greatest condition. Mm-hmm. So it may sell for 10. Right. You know, it's just not really worth mm-hmm. it. I would rather have a lot more meat on the bones. Right. So uh, it's probably just going to go in the antique mall for like eight bucks. I'll make a little bit of money, <laughs> yeah. barely, you know. So that's, that'll be a dud. Shame, shame, shame. It's all right. I feel like I've been through that before, though, with a Rugrats toy. For some reason, they're yeah. not valuable. You'd think they would be. A lot of that old stuff like that. Yeah, like... Uh, Nickelodeon and this and that. What's the dinosaur? The purple dinosaur? Oh, Barney? Barney. Oh, uh, Nickelodeon. But yeah, I know it's Barney's saying. valuable. And that's yeah. like the same era. I would think if you found like... Remember Doug? Uh-huh. Doug? Yeah. That, any of that stuff. Right. Like, hey, Arnold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember more of it. <laughs> I figured any of stuff like that would be somewhat more valuable than it is, but this one isn't. So it is what it is. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> I'd probably still buy it next time. Two bucks. It's right. still going to make a little bit. Yeah. But just yeah. was hoping for more. I, I hear you. I, I, I went through that pain once before. <clears throat> I'm pretty certain. All right. Well, you got anything else to add? Big dollar. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> we got to put a trash can. Yeah. Back I just here. threw that at random at the <laughs> camera, I guess. I'll have one next time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. All you prize winners, your prizes have shipped out. You should get them this week sometime. Thank y'all for tuning in. You can find my store on eBay at Fears Inc. You can find Wes's at Wes Rankin 0420. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Resale Brothers. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. And by low sell high, y'all. Amen. Amen.